Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about six ways to exponentially increase your traffic. So I'll start with number one. Number one is repurposing or even updating your content. This has done wonders for me. Just to give you an example, I took one post that we had that was getting about 300 visits a month or so. We updated it. Now that is a post that gets about 5,000 visits a month and ranks for very competitive keywords So you know that are really relevant to our business. So just being able to do something like that where you have a process where every quarter or every month or so you say, hey, these posts look like they have a lot of potential. They've been hitting our goals whatever your goals are, and then just constantly updating them because you already have the foundation there. Why not build on it? Yeah, the second tool I have for you guys is if you're really looking to exponentially grow your traffic, you already have social channels, okay? So you have, let's say, a LinkedIn account. You can take your existing content from your website, add the first few paragraphs on LinkedIn, and put click to continue reading and have that link go back to your website. LinkedIn works extremely well for this because they're not that popular of a social network. Yes, they get hundreds of millions of visitors a month, but LinkedIn isn't popular compared to Facebook, compared to maybe Twitter or YouTube or Instagram. Because they're fighting for attention, they're more likely to push your content and your information out to more people. While Facebook, on the other hand, when you submit your content to it, it gets squeezed. Their algorithms are like, all right, unless you boost this post, we're not going to get you a lot of traffic. So with LinkedIn, just take your content, first few paragraphs, put click to continue, and you'll notice that you can get a lot more traffic to your website. I get around a thousand visitors a day just by using this. Number three is a paid Twitter ad. But wait, Twitter, isn't it dying? Well, Twitter still has an advertising platform. It's still out there. It's not dead yet, right? And you know, for for those of you out there, especially those of you trying to reach a marketing audience, I read Twitter every day. I get that's where I get my news from. I don't read CNN and all these other news channels. Twitter is where I get my news from because I can curate, you know, what I read, basically reading from smart people, right? I don't need to read all the BS that's out there. So Twitter ads are good. Um, here's why I say it's good. Because a couple of weeks ago, you know, I was running, I decided to just run a small test on Twitter. And, you know, I used a bit.ly link, just a URL shortener, also to track kind of, you know, as, as a kind of secondary source of um, just as, as a reference point. But basically what I was doing was I was running Twitter ads to a content piece that we had. And I was really surprised to see that we're paying about five cents per click. And so I thought that you know, there was something wrong. You know, the Twitter analytics were showing that. But then I, when I went to double verify through bit.ly, I was in fact getting those clicks for about five cents or so. So, and you know, I was looking at the engagement on um, the, the, you know, the traffic coming in and these people were staying for about, you know, a minute to about a minute and 30 seconds or so. So, you know, for me paying five cents or so, that's, that's a nice way to exponentially grow if you have a little cash. Yeah, the fourth tip I have for you is to use SEMrush and Ahrefs in tandem. And here's what I mean. Go to SEMrush.com, put in a competitor URL. It'll show you not only their traffic, but their most popular pages and how many visitors each of those pages are getting. Then go to Ahrefs, 
You can then take those most popular pages and then you can end up seeing how many backlinks they have. Now that you got a list of their most popular pages with the backlink count, look for the pages that get good traffic with get good traffic and don't have a lot of backlinks and then go write better versions of those pieces of content on your website. So for example, if your competitor wrote an article like um, 10 ways to do advanced yoga poses as a beginner, you would write 101 ways to do advanced yoga poses as a beginner, right? So you're using Brian Dean's skyscraper technique in which you're making the content extremely better, leaps and bounds. And then you're using SEMrush to see what's popular for your competitors and using Ahrefs to see what doesn't have a lot of backlinks. Because if something's popular and it didn't require a lot of backlinks, the chances are you can write a better version of that piece of content and outrank them really fast. Yeah, and just to build on what Neil's saying too, you can use uh, SEMrush or Ahrefs, or you can even go to Search Console for this this tip that I have. But basically, you're looking for pages that you know that are ranking maybe number five and number thirty for certain keywords, or even just the pages itself. You can go to Search Console and look at them, and then look at the average positions for those pages, right? And then switch it over, switch it over from page view to the query view to see the different queries that that page is ranking for. And then all you need to do. Go to that page and just add a few more of those keywords, litter of those keywords uh, onto the page, and that's going to help you rank. You, you're going to. It, it seems really simple and really dumb, but uh, when you when you just take the time to do this again, once every month or one, maybe once per quarter or so, you're able to get more traffic to that page. Again, you have the foundation. It's just about having. I don't know if it's a gatekeeper, not a gatekeeper. Maybe you need like a like a gardener. That's what you need. You need a gardener to manage this. So number six, what I would end up doing is you got your website. You're getting traffic, right? And you're just like, all right, how can I just grow through leaps and bounds without ideally having to do a lot of work? So one thing that I like to do that has increased my traffic drastically, and just to give you an idea, I went from roughly 200 and something thousand visitors of December 2016 to right now, which has been roughly a year. I'm at somewhere around like a million plus visitors. And what I ended up doing is, I translated my content to other languages. I know this sounds crazy. It's simple. But English-speaking markets aren't the only ones with money. Look how much money there is in China. Look how much money Amazon is investing in countries like India. Latin America has a ton of cash as well. And it keeps going on and on, right? Did you know Salesforce makes most of their money in America? Their number two market is Japan. And in a lot of these regions, they don't speak English. So you can go to Upwork, find translators, They'll translate your content manually because if you don't, you're probably going to get hit by a panda penalty because the translation quality sucks if you just do it automatically. And by translating your content manually and putting it on your same domain, you'll start ranking really high. Make sure you use hreflang, H-R-E-F-L-A-N-G. It's, you know, you can Google it and it tells Google and other search engines that, hey, here's the English version of the content and here's the, you know, Japanese version of the content, whatever languages you decide to go after. And when you're setting this up on your own site, make sure you use subdomains. So like if I was going after Brazil, I should be using br.neilpatel.com. Funny enough, I use subdomains, but I made that mistake. Don't make the same mistake as me. And when doing this, you'll notice that within like three to six months, your international content will do extremely well. It doesn't take that long. And just make sure that you're picking regions with good populations, like high population numbers and high GDP. So when you combine both of them, the chances are you'll be able to monetize those reasons. Sure, you won't make as much as you're making, let's say, in the United States, but there's no competition. And for that reason, you can be the dominant player and potentially see larger income 
than what you're getting from the United States because you won't be competing with a thousand other businesses. Great. So that's it for today. But before we go, we want to tell you about Supermetrics. Supermetrics is a really powerful analytics reporting tool. Hooks in with your Google Analytics, AdWords, Facebook. Really recommend that you check it out because it does things that other tools can't do. So just go to supermetrics.com slash marketing school to learn more. And we will see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.